0: You are listening to a Chirp Radio podcast. For more interviews and stories, visit chirpradio.orgslash podcasts.
1: Yes, to hear the dark of the day. I wanna give it all away. Yes, to hear this high mountain down.
0: So uh, you're listening to Trip Radio. My name is Andrew Merriweather, and I'm here with M.C. Taylor of His Golden Messenger. Thank you so much for doing this.
2: Glad to be here.
0: <laughs> hey, man, I really enjoyed your set. It
2: was beautiful, great turnout. Um, like, how, Is this
0: your first time at Pitchfork?
2: Yeah, first time at Pitchfork, Yep, Not the first time in Chicago, but first time at Pitchfork. Yep. How are you liking this so far? Well, it's great. We have a lot of friends here, so it's a nice time to, to connect with, with people that we don't see every day.
0: So I, was, I wanted to ask you, because during your set, you know, you mentioned that you're releasing a new album. And I was wondering if you could like elaborate a little bit on what we can expect. Uh, you played some new songs. Yeah. And you were mentioning that, uh, I think it's called when the, when the Wall Falls? Or? When the Wall Comes Down. When the Wall Comes Down. Yep. And you said you sort of built the album around that. Um, could you elaborate a little bit on
2: uh, how
0: that song
2: sang, came, became the center? I don't know, we have a new record, it comes out in September, which is is pretty soon for us. Our last record came out in October of 2016, so a little less than a year which is, I mean just like that alone I'm excited about. That wasn't exactly the answer to your question. When the wall comes down, I don't know, like, you'll hear. It's not like a political record really, I mean, um, but you know, there's like just everyday everyday shit that has seeped into the songs. Yeah, totally. Well, so, I'm actually from Chapel Hill,
0: and oh, so, cool. like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, cool. like, I feel like it's sort of hard to avoid the politics at this point, like, seeping into your day-to-day life, because things are just kind of crazy in Durham and Chapel Hill and Raleigh.
2: Yeah, I don't know, I mean, I'm not, like, a, am not really a political songwriter, um, like, per se, I don't know, but maybe, like, I deal in, in emotional politics a little bit. Um, which I think is actually what drives <laughs> everything that we're sort of seeing in the news every day is like just emotions, strong emotions.
1: I was born on the Jungle River. The dragon should dwell, And Saint Yester With the Money Word told it when it's your birthday. My sweet little one. why six years old and just been taught in the only one? It's
2: definitely a Southern record. Like we're a band from the South. Not not everybody in the band is Southern. I'm I'm from California. But I chose to live in the South. I live. I've lived in North Carolina for ten years, and um, as like nauseating as some of the politics can be, it's important to me to be in the South. Like this band's identity is as a Southern band, and I'm very proud of that.
0: What is it about the South that like? Why is it that you feel home in the South in terms of your
2: music or in terms of your character? I mean, there's just, there's like a, there's a certain richness in the South that, that touches me. That maybe not be evident to everybody, but there's, there's kind of like, you know, you can play a chord and then you can play like the blues note in the chord. And that's just like, that's the note that I get living in the South. And maybe I'm looking for it. So maybe it's more evident to me, but... It's something that I feel really powerfully, and you know, I've lived, I've lived there for 10 years now, and I still feel it all the time, and, the, and, and I can't say the same about other places that I've lived. So, I had a
0: question off your last record, uh, Heart Like a Levee,
2: uh, in that song, you have,
0: you, met, you have this line that's like, I'm a peach tree jumper with rain in my shoes. What is a peach tree jumper? <laughs>
2: uh, it's some words that sound good together. <laughs> So you weren't, like, just jumping peach trees in your youth or when you were writing that song? I mean, maybe I was, maybe I wasn't. Who's to say? It, do, it doesn't matter what, it, what I did, you know what I mean? Like, I have no interest at all in explaining what my songs are about now and not in, a, not in, a, not in an angry way. It's just, like, man, I am, I am, like, the most fortunate person in the world to have people even thinking about my songs at all. Um, and I sure don't want to like tell them what they're about. I have my own interpretation and everybody else has theirs and that's cool. So since you've been
0: living in North Carolina for 10 years, I assume you have an opinion on this, um, vinegar-based
2: barbecue or mustard-based barbecue? (laughs) I mean for me, speaking personally, vinegar, vinegar. yeah (laughs) let me make sure no one else is, uh, vinegar for sure. That's, that's my jam. You know, I mean, that said, I'll eat any barbecue that's put in front of me. Clearly. I mean, I'm not that dumb. Uh, but I really like the Eastern North Carolina vinegar.
1: A sweet May morning Yeah, lying in bed With nothing to say We'll pretend all we want to Yeah, tomorrow we'll be on me Sing me a river Sing go easy on me I'm not doing too well Do you hate me, honey? Hate me, honey or As much as I hate myself Hard like a levy Hard like a What swing for the mountain Double time Is, Is it too heavy, heavy honey? Did I carry my piece of the fire? Standing in the way with the sky still changing. What's it gonna take?
0: Well, Durham has changed a lot in ten years. Like what Durham. has it been like watching Durham sort yeah. of grow and blow up into this city that it is now? Yeah.
2: Durham is okay, so I didn't I didn't grow up in North Carolina. So I didn't really know Durham when it was derelict in the way that I think it was through the nineties. And I know that there is a big, big conversation to have about, about gentrification. And Durham is is a really great place to have that conversation because we have, um, we have a lot of uh, development going on there and we have um, a lot of different communities there to, that have been there for a long time.
0: So in a previous interview you talked about how you like to take musicians and have them play instruments that they're not necessarily comfortable with or is not their main instrument. And I was wondering for yourself, like, what's an instrument that you would love to explore like on a record or like try out that you've never had a chance to try out?
2: I should sit down at a piano a lot more. There's a lot of like harmonic stuff that you can work out at a piano in a way that looks different than when you do it on a guitar.
0: right. so are your kids musical as well? or like do you all like play music together like
2: uh, well there there's always music playing in my house always and it's uh, it's usually just me DJing um <laughs> uh, and and that's like that's everything that's I mean I'm like a really deep music head I'll listen to Flaco Jimenez, I'll listen to like Noy uh, I'll listen to Can. I'll listen to the Staple Singers uh, I'll listen to William Tyler. I don't know everything. Everything. I'm buying records all the time. It's, it's something that has like been with me since I was a kid. Like I just, I, I don't know. It's the, it's my thing. It's like a thing that it brings me, a lot of peace, and and I know that it's really consistent in that way. It makes me really happy to buy, buy music. My kids are four and eight, and so there's some pop music that they pick up from the radio there's stuff that i like sort of sort of heavy-handedly introduced to them and some of it sticks hardly any of it sticks but some does so like my eight-year-old son who is like just incredible he looks like a member of the allman brothers he has like super long blonde hair um, I just turned him on to Craftworks, Computer World, which is like such a beautiful record. And hearing it as a, as a father and just a grown-up, it, ha- it means something different than it did when I was 20 years old. And I see my son processing that music, and it's, it's very meticulous, but there's something a little strange about it. Um, and that just speaks to his personality. Like, when I came up with that record in my head, like, I should show Elijah Computer World. It made, it speaks to every part of his personality. Um, so that's like, that's the record that we've been hearing a lot in our house. That and Weird Al Yankovic.
0: Oh man, wow. That was a huge record. He was a huge artist for me growing up. I was like, oh man, he's like.
2: (laughs) Weird Al is so, so, so incredible and so beautiful. He's so cool hey i really appreciate you doing this
1: man. thank you so much yeah thank you so
0: much maybe the you can find this and other interviews at chirpradio.org podcasts chirp radio hear what's next